0: All right. Hit it again. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Frisco Report. Today we're talking about the Cowboys kickoff to OTAs. We've got a lot of uh, nuggets and uh news to hit on uh, the Cowboys 2022 OTAs. Michael, what on bro? Joe,
1: it's been a long time, brother. Hope all is well with you. Uh some we're out of school here. Um kids are uh in their own little Daycare, they do all kinds of activities, so we will just massaging that. We'll be in Texas on Friday. We'll, uh shout out to Abilene, Texas, and then we'll be over there in Tyler,
0: Texas,
1: um, to finish out our the rest of our vacation. So, looking
0: forward to that. That's good, man. It's always good to be in Texas, always. So, yeah, man. So, Cowboys, they finished the rookie. OTAs now we're on to the next level of the OTAs and um, you know this is the the building blocks for the Cowboys twenty twenty two season Mike so it all starts here you know building the camaraderie inserting you know your new uh, free agent signings you know your your vets rookies this sorts of things you know uh, and getting everything um, in order you know to lead up to minicamp and then training camp preseason and then you know off, off off we go so mike uh otas they're in the house uh Cowboys spent uh the day here indoors you know getting in you know you know getting into the groove of things and um you know it's just uh it's good to have you know the otas you know um back in action bro so Got the Cowboys out here, you know, uh, at the Star, Frisco, uh, you know, getting getting uh, organized, you know, here with the team, with the coaches. You know, we'll, we'll highlight a couple of our players here that we got here with our our insider cameraman here, uh, James Smith. And, uh, you know, he, he, he uh, able to get these for us. So we're going to go through this here. Obviously, uh, running back here, Mike. Uh, let's, let's talk about a little bit of the backup running back position, right? So we got Jaquan here, and uh, how do you feel about, you know, the impact as far as what we have behind Zeke and Tony Pollard, Mike?
1: It, it, it's concerning. Let's be real here. Um, you know, you talk about how dynamic Zeke and Pollard is at the running back position, and when you dip into the third tier of your roster to the running back. Let's say Zeke goes down, um, you know, somebody has to carry that load. Pollard could probably carry the other one half. Who's going to carry the other half? Can Hardy carry the other half if something was to happen to Zeke or if something was to happen to Pollard? Um, I don't, I, you know, I talked about them not addressing the running back position. Um, you know, you had Hassan there. Um, you know, some other running backs and they didn't take it, right. They went another direction. No, no knock on the draft. I loved how the draft played out for the Dallas Cowboys running back though, was something I was looking forward to getting and they didn't get it. Um, so I'm not as big on the running back depth, um, as I am as probably most people.
0: Yeah. I think the competition will be good. Uh, you know, Jaquan Hardy, he'll, he'll be in the mix, obviously, you know, uh, got a lot of people in there. You get uh, Rico Dowdle coming back from hip surgery, All right, So guys real beat up, All right. So the we were looking at Hassan, you know, like 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 Mike mentioned there. So uh we'll see what they shake out, man. Hopefully, I think the goal here is is to get that number 3, you know, uh you find that 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 number 3. I think they're still looking for that number 3 who can who can maybe take on a bigger role in 2023. Right now, I don't think we have that person on this roster so might roll with what we got uh another insider picture here from our from our insider photographer james smith uh that prescott mike here in uh, the red here this is the uh you know the signature red jersey that that uh, mike mccarthy brought over from uh you know the the packers and from san francisco so you know, continue the tradition here with the cowboys you know you don't touch the quarterback right so yeah, we got Dak Prescott out here throwing, slinging the ball around. You know, from all accounts, I'm hearing that uh, he's looking a lot looser, a lot more flexible out here. Um, doesn't look as stiff as last year, Mike. What do you? What's your take on that? When you hear about, you know, how Dak is looking out here as far as mobility, not looking as stiff, and this sorts of things.
1: No, you know, you talk about the ankle surgery that he had. Uh, he had two ankle surgeries. He called it the wishbone on the ankle, right? So he was going to look a little stiff last year. Um, This year, you know, he's without two offensive starters and Lyle Collins and and Connor Williams. He's without Amari Cooper. Um, He got the rookie tight end and Jake Ferguson. So, you know, with him not having any lingering injuries or anything of that matter um, from head to toe, Joe, I like it. it. It lets things build up for rookies like Jake Ferguson, for a newcomer like James Washington or or Tolbert. So uh, it's good to get that repetition in because this is the second year of this big payday. And, you know, the microscope with Dak Prescott has to be bigger, Joe. The microscope has to be bigger. Uh, You have to zoom in on Dak and not just look at stat line. You have to look at, is he taking sacks like he did against the 49ers? Is he not as accurate like he was against the Broncos, against the Raiders, right? So the microscope has to be a lot bigger than what it has been in previous years for Dak Prescott. It's time to hold the feet to the fire, Joe.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going to be a lot a lot of eyes on the offense. You know, you talk about McCarthy, Kellen Moore, and uh, yeah, Dak Prescott is definitely part of that equation. You know, it, it's a three-headed monster and uh we we got to see the improvement but i i love the reports of that uh, prescott showing more flexibility more mobility and uh you know it looks like it looks like he's ready to rock and roll so that's good news here um israel McQuamu, number 24 here this this was uh kelvin joseph's number here so we're getting a new look here number 24 israel McQuamu, the safety year two okay uh they they've brought in you know some some guys here to, to compete in that that safety role you know uh, some people are real high on these undrafted guys I'm I'm not you gotta prove it to me first you know there's a reason why these guys go undrafted yeah maybe you'll find a gem or whatever right Mike but uh, Israel McQuaumu year two how do you think he fits into this this team here this year Mike
1: yeah I, I want to see a transition when when they drafted him on the draft call he said you got the best corner in the draft, and he woke up the next day and found out he was going to play safety joke. So, you know, that's a transition for him. Um, you know, you, I want to see not only in training camp, shorts, T-shirts, helmets, fantastic, but I want to see McQuamu when the lights are on in preseason. What can you do for me? What, I mean, like, you see me Fahoko, he looked great until the lights turned on, right? McQuamu, I want to see him he's going to get the reps. Believe it or not, Malik Hooker, he might get some reps. J. Ron Curse will probably be like a starter and sit most of the preseason. You only get 3 this year. makwamu you're going to get a chance to shine, buddy. And uh I I'm excited to see this guy.
0: Yeah, you you hit it right on the head, Mike. You you, you hit it right on the head with with Hooker and and uh, you know Curse, you know they're going to get their their vet time off, especially in the preseason like you said. And um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get that 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 uh, that that ability that that uh, that option to really you know make a case for himself on this roster. So good to see him out there, you know. Now here is Kelvin Joseph now wearing the number one jersey. So uh, shout out to photographer James Smith getting us this insider pictures from inside the Star Frisco, Mike. So uh, Kelvin Joseph here, number one it's good to see him out here, Mike. Right. We didn't want to see him, you know, missing time on the side, you know, trying to get in shape. None of this crap. Looks like he, maybe he got, um, you know, scared shook or whatever, (laughs) scared straight. And uh, he, he's, he's here, man. He's, it looks like he's locked in here in the drills here. Mike, what's your take on Kelvin Joseph impact here from the OTAs into the season?
1: You know, going into this offseason, he was the one that made a lot of noise, Joe. I I don't trust Kelvin Joseph. I mean, look at Randy Gregory's situation, suspension after suspension. This guy, going into his second year, um, was involved in a murder case. Um, Was it a wake-up call? Can he fix it? He didn't pull the trigger. If he did, he'd be in jail. There's two suspects in jail. But, you know, my mom always say, show me your friends and I'll tell you your future right Kelvin Joseph you got to pick your friends wisely if not that one that's on your jersey means one year left in the NFL
0: yeah no that's well said Mike. that's well said if you know we always say it how it is here guys you you know that and i'm i'm 100% with mike on that um i definitely wish him the best because he's a second round pick right so yep. you you want your second round picks to contribute and you know, we we don't want to go through another Randy Gregory where it's a high pick, you're barely getting to play him, suspensions, all this knucklehead crap. So, hopefully, he did get scared straight. But it's very good to see him out here on the field. This is this is exciting as far as on, on the field for Kelvin Joseph. So hopefully, uh, this is a you know uh, you know the building blocks. Like I said, the OTAs and the, these early sessions are the building blocks of what your team is going to be. So good to see him out there. Indeed, I love it. Okay. Now, will he be able to escape the wrath of the commissioner? <laughs> that's that's another story here. Absolutely Where, not. Yeah. He's getting suspended. Yeah, so that, that's another story there. We got our boy here, the the new number one receiver, C. D. Lamb, bro. Uh, what you're hearing uh, here early on is they're going to take him off uh, the return game, which I love that. You know, the, the, this team, they're they're going to give that, that, that role to somebody, but it's not going to be C D Lamb. I like hearing those reports indeed very much because you you, you can't, you know. That would be like putting Amari Cooper, <laughs> you, you know, last year on punt returns and then crossing your fingers. So, yeah, it's I'm, I'm glad he's out of that business, man. Um, but but uh, here he is, man, number 88, your new number one receiver, you know, Probably going to be on the outside now, but uh, definitely, you know, if Kelvin – I mean, if Kellen Moore can scheme him up right, Mike, he can have an explosive year or a mediocre year. I kind of think that that's where this is going to be. I think it's very contingent on the ability of Kellen Moore to scheme him up, Mike.
1: No, and that's one thing Kellen Moore – that, that's where his biggest flaw is, is scheming, right? I mean, you look, if he could scheme the way he did with uh, Cooper Rush and Amari Cooper in that Vikings game when Tony Romo was injured and out, um, Keller Moore would be a head coach right now. But the inconsistencies are there. He, he might scheme uh, C.D. Lamb for the first six weeks, Joe. But after that, we could not see C.D. Lamb for a while. C.D. Lamb, I don't think, recorded touchdown in six consecutive football games. Uh, you can't scheme, you know, K- Kelly Moore has to do better than that. Um, You know, I'm looking for CD lamb to make a huge leap. This is year three. He has a lot of time with Dak. The narrative last year was he don't have a lot of time with Dak. You don't have a lot of time with Dak. The drop in the footballs was unnecessary. You're a pro you're a first round pick. You got to catch those footballs. I don't want to see balls on the ground and hands clapping and a head shake because whenever you catch it, you do that. I want to see more of this CD lamb. And, uh, you know, it's a big year for, him. it really is.
0: I I love that. I love that. I love that take because it's, it's spot on. You know what I mean? It's going to be either or. Now what, what I'm hoping is that my McCarthy does have a bigger influence on this call sheet. Maybe, you know, calling the plays and definitely game planning. You know what I mean? If we're talking about scheming, I hope that, uh, you know, that my McCarthy has a bigger role in that. I, I think if he does, We'll see that early, and we'll see it consistently. Like, you hit it on the head, Mike, and you called it last season, you know, and uh, started out hot, and the offense was the one unit that, that kind of fizzled, and it, it really it, we really saw it in the uh, the 49er playoff game. Okay, so we'll see what he does here, but good to see our, our boy here, C.D. Lamb, number 88 here, getting it, getting it done here in OTAs. Number two, Jordan Lewis. All right, so Jordan Lewis has transitioned to number two, you know. So here he is, you know, out here with with the other vets, and getting in, and uh, you know, the competition will, will be there for uh, Jordan Lewis, uh, Mike. Now, what? Where do you think the biggest competition for Jordan Lewis is going to come in in these OTAs and in mini camps and training camp, Mike?
1: Yeah, the competition, you know, is is going to be with Anthony Brown. Um, it's going to be with Kelvin Joseph. Um there another corner that I'm missing.
0: Deron Bland. Oh,
1: Deron Bland I knew we drafted him. I could not think of his dang name. Thank you. Uh, Deron Bland, I don't know if he'll make a median impact, but Jordan Lewis, he can he can easily take that number 2 corner, corner of E and I Joe, I'm I really mean this. He could really take number 2 CB all day long. The only problem with Jordan Lewis, Joe is he tames the dog that's in him when Jordan Lewis is hot he's probably the best corner on the football field but he gets in his own mind and he you 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 see the bad Jordan Lewis right but when Jordan Lewis is on fire and he's on cue and he's on point and he's where he's supposed to be and he's playing physical, he's playing tough he's the best corner on the football field I will argue with anybody but when he's in his own head Joe we and the dog ain't biting The dog just barking. It's all for nothing. So Jordan Lewis is in control of his own destiny here. Can he let the dog out 24 seven and not tame the animal that I know that he can be?
0: Yeah. And and, then, and that's true, you know, because you see, I mean, you go back to some of his signature games, like the, the new Orleans game. I think this is the one that really sticks up in my mind, but, they're they're few and far between, right? Like he he he'll mm-hmm. stack an awesome game like that, and you know he'll kind of disappear, or in some cases, you know he, he got benched there for a little bit, you know, uh, during his career here with the Cowboys. So uh, I think this is this is a, a good year for him. Definitely provides good depth for the Cowboys. I think uh, you know he'll he'll be an impact player. You know he he does have that dog mentality, but he's got to let it out. You know, like you said, Mike. He, he can't come out here and, and be a little finesse and and disappear in some of these games. So finesse. I'm with you. On, I'm with you on that, Mike. Great word, finesse. Here's word. our here's our favorite wide receiver hype up. You know, last year and it's already bleeding into this year. Let's talk about it, Simi Fuhoko. You know, Cowboys usually carry five receivers, six at the very most, right? So Simi Fuhoko. Where does he land on this roster? Does he make the team? You know, what does he need to do? What does he need to show you, Mike, to, to, to make a, a push for, for one of these final spots?
1: Consistency, uh, reliability, dependability. Uh, you can catch footballs and, 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 and run the best crisp routes and shorts and shoulder pads. And the NFL is so, so wussified. That there's no contact right now. So if I see any clip of Simi Pihoko running around and nobody's around him, I'm I'm am I'm a block you. <laughs> as simple as that. Because when when you put somebody in front of him, he, he's he's he, I don't see nothing special with this guy. I don't see anything special. I'll be shocked if he makes the team, joke. Shocked.
0: Yeah it's going to be an uphill battle. I I think that uh, you know it, it's it's going to be hard. I think for him to make the team, it's going to either be where they carry an extra receiver, like I said, like a sixth receiver, or somebody gets dinged up, you know, or or does he beat out somebody like Noah Brown? I think Noah Brown is probably one is probably number five right now. You know, you got I, I agree, right? I agree. You, you got Lamb, you got Tolbert, you got Washington. And then, uh, you know, fourth and fifth receivers, right? So Gallup. Um, Gallup, yeah, Gallup is definitely there. Can't forget about Gallup. Um, and, and, you know, may, maybe him being – maybe that's where he gets in. You know, maybe that with Gallup being on, on uh, you know, short term IR to start the season or whatever it's going to be, you know, that he'll – maybe they carry him, you know, for just a couple of weeks. And then when Gallup comes back – the sacrificial lamb is there. Who will be that sacrificial lamb wide receiver? It's gonna, it's gonna be somebody, I think. So we'll see with Fajoko. You know, coming out of Stanford, he was raw, and we saw that. You know what I mean? He, he was raw. Now I do like him more than Vasher. I will, I will say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, I if, if I'm looking for that number five receiver, I'm I'm looking at uh, Fajoko to be that guy. I just I don't really like some of the other guys that that we have. You know un- underneath them you know but uh we'll, we'll see what it is you know um did he put in the work you know it's it's really for wide receivers they got to work a lot harder than some of these other positional groups because it's so competitive right and it's uh you know if you don't make it on special teams you just don't make the team you know so would they utilize him in, in the return game? That might be where they, where they they take a look at him. And I and from what I've read, they are looking at him. They're looking at Tolbert. So, you know, maybe he sneaks in that way, Mike.
1: Tony Pollard needs to be in the return game, period. That's, that, that was his bread and butter at Memphis. Quit being stubborn, Bones fossil.
0: I agree. I agree. The rookie All-Pro, number 11, we got our insider shot here. I love this picture of, of Michael Parsons here running the drills. Here, uh, you see some of the other guys in the background here. Obviously, you got Doran Armstrong. You got LVE, the Wolf Hunter. Okay, uh, Basham, I think is over there as well. But, but Mike, number eleven, how big is this year two going to be for Michael Parsons?
1: The sky's the limit for this for this guy, dude. I mean, Joe, big shout out to the Frisco Report, man, because. We've been asking and praying to the football gods for somebody with the mindset of Micah Parsons. Really, we have. The dog, the animal, the energy, the tempo, everything he brings is what yeah. Joe and I have been begging for. I, I light candles to the football gods, and they delivered with number 11, Micah Parsons, out of Penn State, all right? Um, Just... I know we have number 11 on defense, and he could be disruptive. He can cause sacks. He can cause fumbles. I want this guy to get a pick in his year two. He didn't get one last year. Get me a pick, and I want his first pick to be a pick six to the house, baby, because he deserves it. Michael Parsons,
0: I can't wait to see year two. Year three, I love it, man. It's getting me pumped up because first game of the year last year, Tom Brady. I know that he wants to get him, and I think he's gonna get him in year two, Mike. I, and I can't wait for that moment. I cannot wait for that moment when Parsons sacks the crap out of Tom Brady, and uh, and gets them off the field three and out. All right. So, yeah, man, I'm super pumped about him, man. I, I feel that uh, he's, I don't know, man. He feels like he's the the new face of the Cowboys, man. He's very charismatic. You know, you see him all around town at the hockey games, maths games, you know, baseball games with the rain. I mean, he's he's everywhere, right? So, you know, and I think he's handling everything really well, you know. So, taking on that role, I think he's going to be that leader of that defense. You know what I mean? I don't think it's D-Law. I, you know, with all due respect, I think D-Law obviously has some leadership characteristics. But I think... I think he's going to run through Parsons this season and, you know, definitely for the future, Mike.
1: Joe, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen – and I've been around these players pretty close, all right, training camps and OTAs and things of this sort. I've never viewed Demarcus Lawrence as a leader, never. He could be a mentor, but he's not a leader, definitely not
0: a leader. And that, And that's what the team has been missing here defensively, you know. I know years ago, you know, whenever Ray Lewis was maybe available at one point years ago, everybody wanted him here because of the leadership. I think you have that type of guy, you know, that that transformative linebacker in Michael Parsons. He is this, this era's Ray Lewis, in my opinion, is a guy that, that can change the game, that can give the momentum, you know, that's Michael Parsons. In, uh, I'm pumped for him, bro. I, I just can't wait to see him. I love seeing him out here at the star here in, uh, in this sort of thing. Uh, Mike, an- another insider shot here from our photographer, James Smith. We got Dalton Schultz. You know what I mean? A lot of fans, a lot of creators just don't like him because he blocks him for <laughs> whatever reason. I'm not blocked. I, thankfully, I can say that. I, I've been a, a fan of Schultz, man. I'll be honest. You know, like... My takes are always positive, and I think that uh, you know a lot of a lot of people say that they're not going to bring them back. You know, they're this and that. We signed Ferguson, so you can get rid of him. For me, I, I just go back to how the Cowboys think. You know how how they process this roster, and to me, the they see Romo and Witten, and they see Dak and 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 Schultz. I, I think that's what they see. They're going to work out a deal here. Um, and, and I think he'll be back, and, and and it's a good thing to have. I would love Ferguson and Schultz on this team for a couple of years. I mean, that would be my dream scenario. I, I don't want to lose Schultz. That, that, this is Dak Prescott's go-to guy. He knows where to be, and that gets him the ball. You know what I mean? So, uh, Mike, what, what's your thoughts on, on, on Schultz here, you know, in, in your opinion here as we look at him at the star here at OTAs? Yo, I got one question for you. How long has Schultz been
1: in the – Dallas Cowboy uniform.
0: He's been in, he came in in the league here with LVE. Same, LVE, same draft class.
1: So 2018, okay? Let me break this down for you guys who is not a big Dalton Schultz believer. I knew the answer. I just wanted someone like Joe to spit that fire out for you, okay? His first touchdown was in 2020. He's been in the league since 2018. His first touchdown was in twenty twenty against the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody remembers the watermelon kick, right? That was Dalton' first first touch, first career touchdown. Okay, a year last year breakout year. You mean to tell me when you get this guy a chance from Stanford, who only had nine balls thrown to him at Stanford, and he caught all nine footballs, and you're gonna knock him on his blocking when he's went from twenty twenty to a major progress in twenty twenty one to now a franchise tag? This guy is just getting started. If you want to crap on Dalton Schultz, be my guest, and wear your "I'm a dumbass" hat at the end of his career, because this guy is gonna shine.
0: Yeah, it is, man. It's just you know, it's football IQ, man. It's, it's. I mean, it's he's solid. You know what I mean? Obviously, not everybody's gonna be Kittle. Not everybody's gonna be, you know, these these you know these types of guys. But but Schultz, at the end of the day. Uh, he's he's that that Hatch man, uh, Mr. Reliability. You know, uh, Mike. This is a this is a great one here, man. Jonathan Gattabay, right out of Texas Tech, the undrafted kicker. You know, uh, considered Mr. Clutch there at Texas Tech. He has swag, right? I mean, it, it's amazing the 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 players that the Cowboys have really brought in here with with their draft class, undrafted guys a lot of guys that have this high confidence swag to them and uh, that that includes the kicker here you know and they 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 got rid of uh nagar you know that they, they cut him loose here here pretty recently and and here's our first look at um at, at the kicker who, who i i myself mike i think this is uh kicker one <laughs> you know what i mean yeah I, th- I think this is your kicker going into the season unless he uh, looks bad here Mike. but what's your thought on Getting a new kicker here finally.
1: You know, you know what's scary, Joe, is if if uh if that guy didn't sign with the dolphins, if they, the cowboys would have signed him back. I've already forgot his name. That's how much I wanted him out of here. What was our Greg the leg?
0: The peg leg, yeah.
1: Right? The Cowboys were gonna sign him back. And he took and then he was like, I'm just gonna go to Miami to Chuck cut me. How, you know how scary that is. Bring somebody in here and give them a chance. You know, I don't want no Brett Maher, 70 yard field goal kicker in here. I want somebody that you can put on the uh to make a 55 year, uh, 55 yard. Give me a damn Bailey, dang it. I'm gonna put it as simple as that. Give me a damn Bailey. I don't need a Brett Maher who can kick at 100 yards. I don't need a guy with the nickname and Greg the Leg. Give me a damn Bailey and I'll be okay. Give me a Justin Tucker and I'll be okay. Just give me the Atlanta falcons kicker I, I don't know his name but i i heard he's pretty good i just want a consistent kicker who don't mix extra points so I, know,
0: the, the the falcons kicker i think is young ho or something like something like that uh dude yeah i'm, I'm excited man i don't know most of the times who cares about the kickers but man it these games nowadays Who in cares NFL, about the kicker? yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Most, most of the time, most people will have that thought. But with the Cowboys, it's always down to the nitty gritty. You gotta have a kicker here, right? Um, and and we've seen some some of these kickers, uh, you know, have really bailed out some of these teams. I mean, we we saw what the kicker did for for Cincinnati. There, got them to the playoffs, right? So. You know, if it takes a kicker to kick a couple times to win the game, you know, you, if you have one, you can do it. But if you have a guy who's missing every other kick, you're in trouble, man. So I uh, I, I like the prospect here of, of finally getting in some new blood here, uh, a, young, a young cat here. And, uh, you know, he's definitely getting, getting his shot here, Mike. I'm excited about this. Nice. Yeah. Uh, another look here, uh, we're looking at DeMarcus Lawrence, obviously, here. Um, number 90, D-Law. All right, so, you know, you talked about this earlier, Mike, about, you know, uh, the safeties, right? You talk about uh, Curse and Hooker. Probably going to not see much time in, in the preseason and this sort of thing. I think D-Law probably is definitely going to be in, in that category too. So, you know, I think that's this is going to open the door for uh, – you know the younger guys back there whether it's Golston, you know, Sam Williams, you know, um and uh, these other guys that, that we have on the roster, Dante Fowler. I think Fowler's going to get some some playing time, you know, cuz we got to see it, you know what I mean? We got to see it. So, uh, what, what's your take here on the Marcus Lawrence redid his contract meant right, to, to stay with the Cowboys, you know what? I think a lot of us kind of – I know myself, I'm not sure about you, Mike, but I I thought this was like he he was going to be out of here. But uh, he redid that contract here, took a little bit of a pay cut or whatever. And uh, how integral of a piece is Demarcus Horus going to be for the Cowboys' 2022 success, Mike?
1: You know, it's so crazy because right here on the Frisco Report, Joe, we talked about who would you rather have, Tank or Gregory. We talked about that. Yeah. And because we, we talked about there's no way you can have both. Right, But the way we almost had both but didn't have both blows my mind. And this guy is still here wearing a star in his helmet. Now, when I said he don't have any leadership skills, don't mean I was knocking what he provides to the football field. I know people are screaming for sacks when it comes to DeMarcus Lawrence. But the effort, the motor, the energy, you look at what he did when he was available and healthy, forcing fumbles, stopping the run, running down running backs. That stuff ain't easy in the National Football League. He is the best run defender on this football team, hands down. And I'm telling you, if he can stay healthy, he might not get double-digit sacks. He might get six to eight. I think he's at the tail end of his career. I'll be shocked if he gets 10 sacks. But I can see him getting eight. If he can stay healthy, I can see him getting
0: eight. But where he benefits you is in the running game, Joe. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm glad we found a way to keep him. And, yeah, man, we we definitely – that was a a great discussion we had because, you know, um, we knew that it it was going to probably be one. They almost got both, but, you know, uh, Cowboys front office did their front office thing that they do. So (laughs) that's that there. But, yeah, I, I love that there. Yeah. Uh, this this is a this is a inside shot here. Uh, Ryan Nall, f- a fullback. You know he'll be competing with uh, you know. It, I I just find it very. This is gonna be an uphill battle for for Nall and and, and even um. What's our other boy? Who's the other running back that, that we had? The other fullback, Mike. Um, the other big boy. We
1: don't keep many.
0: Yeah, we we don't keep many. Uh, now they did bring him here, and there is a uh. There is McGovern a
1: played team. more fullback than a fullback did <laughs> no
0: that, that's true man that's that's very true and that, that role might still be there for him you know so yeah, this is just a picture right now uh, former bear, you know, and i want to say there was a there's a connection there somehow i'm trying i'm trying to remember who it was i think we've we i think it was maybe it was through Quinn or we scouted him at one time. Oh, I think I think we had him in here as a as a thirty visit or some crap or like you know a couple of draft classes ago or something like that. There was draft interest in there, so we are going to take a look at him, Mike. But fullback, let's let's just touch on that real quick. What what is your take on the fullback position here in Dallas? Is it are we going to keep one or <laughs> or oh, we're not?
1: We're not going to keep one. The fullback position is a lame duck. I don't know why they have one. Um, I honestly don't. They're not going to keep a fullback yeah. on this roster. I mean, they, they, more offensive linemen had more snaps than actual fullback for the Cowboys offense last year. So, uh, Ryan Knoll, I, I think he might be able to play special teams. You know, there's not a lot of stuff there that gets you all giddy and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Special teams. I have no idea, but you won't see Zeke. Running behind, uh, running behind a fullback anytime soon.
0: Yeah, no, that's what it is. Uh, and, and I think that I think it was Nick Roston is the other fullback that i was thinking of. Yeah, it's
1: Ross, the big dude, man. The yeah. dude has arms like John Cena.
0: Yeah, so it, it'll be between these two guys, uh, maybe one of them makes it on special teams. I I think that's the only way one of them makes it onto the team here, Mike. But yeah, fullback I think is a you know a, a, a thing of uh, extinction here, <laughs> yeah, especially around the NFL. Here, here's one of our insider shots. Here of the coaches. You know, we've got our running back Skip Pete here and Mike McCarthy here, looking on to uh, the quarterbacks here. Will Greer. You know, I think a lot of people forgot we had him on the team here, but uh, he's here in the backup. Can he out? Can he beat out Danucci? You know what I mean? Surely, this is Danucci's last year. You know, and do they even carry three uh, quarterbacks, my guy? I just don't see them carrying three quarterbacks. But Mike, what, what's your take on, you know, the the uh, Danucci, Will Greer, these guys?
1: This, Danucci's Mike McCarthy's dude. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, we we all seen the you know hard knocks and Mike McCarthy really vouching for uh, Danucci Duki is what I called them last year. Um, but uh, Will Greer, I you know, you, it's funny you talk about Will Greer beating out you know, uh bit the Nucci, but I'm gonna be honest, I can see Woke are beating out Cooper Rush. Seriously. Uh, he has veteran, he's 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 been in the league a long time. Um I, I, I can see him beating out Cooper Rush. I I, I think Woke Wears might be my pet cat during this whole uh offseason.
0: Interesting. Interesting indeed. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun little uh thing to watch, you know, and they're definitely gonna get their shot. You know what I mean? I, uh, Especially that last game, I don't. I don't expect Dak to play that last game, that last preseason game at all. So we might see a, a good dosage of the Nucci versus Cooper versus Greer for that number two. You know what I mean? So I think that's going to be a good little camp battle to watch as we progress. The Golden Boy, Kellen Moore. You know, this is our insider shot. James Smith, photographer. Uh, this, this here, Mike. Didn't get the job at Miami. You know, a lot a lot of fans were crossing the field. How big of a year is this for for Kellen Moore?
1: Uh, it's I I don't know. It all depends on Mike McCarthy and if he's going to step up and and hold some feet to the fire because you know Mike McCarthy he brags about Montana and and Favre and Aaron Rodgers and having this great offense and this my offensive strategy. And he's—it's already been two years where he's sat on a sideline and watch Kellen Moore call and game plan plays. And yes, number one offense, fantastic, fantastic. But the inconsistencies of that offense, like yeah. when 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 we step on a football field, what playoff caliber offenses scared of us? Seriously, because of this guy right here, Kellen Moore. He's yeah he's generic. He's great value. You know, he, he, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 uh, he, he's, 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 he's just, he, he's garbage, man. And I don't understand why this team allows this inconsistent offense to happen. And then they want to put uh, stats in your face. I don't care about stats. We are one and done that, that 12 and five record was the worst 12 and five Cowboys I've ever seen in my life because of the inconsistencies on offense. You hold the Chiefs to 19 points, the offense can't score more than 19 points. You're in overtime against the Raiders, your offense can't score a touchdown in in overtime against the Raiders, right? Um, Your defense is holding Cardinals offense very well, right? There's, I can go on and on and on about the inconsistencies of this offense and it stems from this man right Mm -hmm. here, Kellen Moore.
0: No, and, and and that's the key, right? And, and we've mentioned it a couple of times here already is start out hot, but fizzle. It's almost like he doesn't have enough plays in the playbook. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and, and they just become stale plays that by the end of the year, it, it's become predictable again. It's something that's been haunting the Cowboys. And there's a reason for this. You know, he comes from the Garrett Linehan tree. So it's like, you know these guys just didn't have enough in 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 their playbooks to to last a full, you know, seventeen plus you know games that you need to to get to the the mountaintop. And you know, to me, this is a big year for him, man. The, the, whatever the hell happens with the team, you know, and then this and that, it, I if it, if it ends up ending like it did last year, I, I want I want him out of here. I don't I don't give a crap. Like this this for me. He's under the microscope. We talked about, you know, McCarthy, Dak, and Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore is, is probably my number one guy under the electron microscope. Yeah. So, Kellen Moore, there, guys. So, that's um, that's our, our little sneak peek here at the OTAs. You know, uh, shout out to, to James Smith, the photographer, uh, getting those pictures and, you know, letting us talk about some of these players and, in, and, in, some of, uh, you know, where this roster is going, you know, as we head into this season, you know what I mean? Uh, we're going to get these OTAs in, in the back, mini camp. You start ratcheting up, you start the installation, and then uh, training camp as well. You start, you know, refining all of these things. So, Mike, um, this has been a great conversation as far as the OTAs. We'll have more news here to discuss as the OTAs continue this week. We'll hit up, uh, you know, some other, um, you know, some other takes, but uh, any any other takes here before we cut out here tonight, Mike?
1: No, not to get political or anything, but Texas had a school shooting today. Innocent kids who are my kids' age are now dead to the hands of a gunman. Um, not, I'm not going to get political in any way. This is streaming on both of our channels. It wouldn't be fair to Joe if I gave any political input, so I won't do that. But my thoughts and prayers are to the family of Texas. Um and to the families that won't get to, uh, to hug and kiss their kids tonight, I know I am. I hope you guys do too. Um, it just breaks my heart that uh, yeah. we live in this world. Yeah. And, and uh, this yeah. happens. I'm sorry. I'm getting emotional because it, it's touchy. Because those kids are my kids' age, and, and uh, it's upsetting. And uh, like I said, I won't get political, but my prayers are with those families.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's great, Mike. I'm glad you brought that up here. Um, yeah, thoughts and prayers, obviously, uh, to all those. You know, it, it, and it's sad that uh, that's kind of become, you know, the trope. You know, as far as like when we have the incidents, you know, thoughts and prayers. So very tragic here in Texas. You know, um, you know, the Lone Star State is is uh, crying their hearts right now. So shout out to to everybody you know, out there in, in Texas and everybody that, uh, you know, has to go through these sorts of things, right? So uh, that's all we have tonight, guys. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in today for our OTA coverage here, for for the opening days here for OTAs, and I hope you enjoyed it. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro.
1: Yeah, Catboy's Corner right here on YouTube, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. This is the Fresco Report every Tuesday, guys.
0: Yeah, you got it, guys. Guys, make sure you pound that like button on your way out. Continue to like, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you next time for some more inside information for Dallas Cowboys. Peace, everybody.